Alright, I think... I still don't have a soundboard, so we're just gonna have to... Scuttlebutt. 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 I've completely forgotten what the, uh... This will all be edited in post, of course. I'm a professional, but... Obviously. I've completely forgotten what our... Uh, intro. We gotta do these more than once. Uh, every every I, blue moon. I, think, I feel like... <laughs> Uh, we were up to 43 uh, subscribers. No big deal. That's pretty good. All yeah, I don't know who's subscribing. I mean, we talk about this every single time, but I don't family know members. Who, it's got to be. Like, who else? I mean, are people finding this organically through... I mean, it's listed everywhere. I and it's got pretty it's nice Spotify? cover art. It's on Spotify. It's on um, Amazon. It's on... Uh, what else do we have it on? Google Podcasts. Apple. Could it be... Could it be bots? Like, I don't think so. I don't think bots have an interest in such a low, <laughs> low listenership. Maybe that would be nice. Hey, this episode's dedicated to all the bots. All the bots Thank out there. Thank you for listening and transcribing and probably stealing our identity. You're cool. Thank you very much. There's a lot of scuttlebutt podcasts out there. There is. That's one of the unfortunate things in our name choice is that there's a scuttlebutt. I think it's like a some sort of hunting podcast or something. Oh. And they appear to have a lot more listeners than we do. Oh. Maybe. It, you know what it is? It's um, accidental. They got the wrong scuttlebutt. If you're looking for the hunting one. <laughs> They're, yeah. They're like, well, this isn't, this isn't there's no trapping inks scuttlebutt, which is the other one. <laughs> and they've got uh i mean they've they haven't done a podcast in two weeks i think they're actually using the same schedule as us which is also confusing yeah uh where they just release random episodes i got this it looks like they released like three of them on one day dang they did yeah no never mind december that was the last time you had december so we got uh, them beat by a little bit at least this year yeah 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 but they are on a more traditional trajectory than we are it looks like once a month which we were doing we were doing pretty good for we a while once we a week promised, there for i believe a while. last episode we promised we were going to do it once a week we that was a lie that was a that was a bold face my lie, lie. made on to our 43 part. subscribers my, on my part um well we can do it again yeah i think when we started it was weekly for like yeah for like two weeks <laughs> yeah that's for one week <laughs> <laughs> weekly for a week. That first week. We did it every week. What a week. week it was, though. I mean, it went by so fast. Exhausting. I mean, Ugh. I know you did all the work and everything, but That's I was true. exhausted just thinking yeah. about it. Well, you're just tired in general, I think. I'm just a sleepy per- I think I might have a vitamin you're deficiency. You're exhausted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just due to, you had a potassium uh, <laughs> deficiency that yeah. was sapping you of energy. Yeah. And a tape. Um, yeah, so this episode, for all you 43 bots that are listening i should talk slower to make sure that the bots are able to understand i don't know what language the bots are listening in well they're probably doing like a phonetically correct transcription right now so that's true yeah so we need to be very clear, very clear. I gotta, like drop my uh new england garbage slight accent, accent. dirt jeez and crow mountain. oh oh and all that oh, oh, oh. i realized I thought Ope was like a, uh, like, you know, that's suddenly popular culture now because, like, all these uh, people on uh, TikTok are, mm-hmm. are making jokes about Ope and there's like Ope shirts. And I was like, that's weird that they say that. But I think I actually say that all the time. I think it's a New England thing, too. I'm like, Ope. 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 Oh, I, I didn't know, know that like, was entering. Or am I saying Ope? Oop. I mean, I think it's Ope. Yeah. I, I do. I guess I say that a lot, too. I've never really yeah. thought about it. It is weird. It's, yeah. But it's just a sound. I'm, it's in my freaking head all the time. I just yeah. like, oh, 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 geez. Oh, geez. 
Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, by the way, are you on TikTok? Do you, do you TikTok? You TikTok? I don't TikTok. No, I've never. It, I, I thought it was the stupidest thing on earth, mm-hmm. and now I'm completely addicted to it. Because it's, um... it's just tons of funny videos. They're like a minute. It's like 30 seconds long or so, 30 seconds to a minute. And it's the vast majority of it's just funny. And there's like, it's very, like, obviously, there's plenty of like dark corners of yeah, TikTok. Sure. Like, there isn't anything. But it's so much more positive than Twitter or Facebook. Oh, no it's kidding. like a lot of it's just funny, entertaining stuff. Just kind of like, and then weird dancing. The dancing stuff is very strange. Like, it's just there's like millions of people doing the same uh, poorly coordinated uh, cool. dance. But the uh, the videos, yeah, it is kind of similar to Vine. But, and do they last uh, forever or do they get deleted like yes, Snapchat? Yes, no, they last forever. last forever. Yeah, no, they'll haunt you. So when you do this, uh, it'll, when these all these teenagers get older, they will. Mm-hmm. They'll regret that. Probably. Chinese are geolocating you with this uh, technology as well. I know that's the that's the one downside is that I'm probably being well, tracked by Chinese intelligence. But yeah. what are they going to find out? Who who isn't? Right? Who isn't these days? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So weird. today we were going to talk about ghosts, and uh, which is this has been a thread in our friendship, I believe, for a that's very true, long time. Yeah, we used is. to watch a lot of the ghost hunter shows when we were in college. Yep. And um, in I wanted to believe. I truly wanted to believe. I did Not, too. Those guys got busted, like a religious. Right? They did. Yeah. yeah. Well, so they, you know, of course they start out like uh, trying to be these scientific, uh, and this is Ghost Hunters. I think was the show Ghost yeah, Hunters, right? Yeah. And they still exist. Like there's yeah. there's a new show actually. It just came, I think it's relatively recent that has the same guys or at least a couple of the guys, but they. Uh, were trying to um they did like a live show or something i think mm-hmm. for like halloween and yeah i remember that uh, they needed to deliver because it was like three hours long right and so i think it was like you know maybe three quarters of the way through the show you're like jesus this is really kind of boring it's just yeah, guys just in guys old, stumbling around in the dark building yeah and then all of a sudden like something grabbed the guy's shirt i remember that yeah yanked up and it was like Holy shit! I literally remember like getting up, and being like, "Oh my god, yeah, did you I did see too. that? Like that, that was too. nuts!" And yes. then, uh, like, uh, you know, I think it was like a month later, somebody was like, "Yeah, no, we saw the we saw the the cable." And then the guy was like, "Yeah, you know, there was like a lot of pressure on us to actually have something happen." Like, yeah, no, I mean, duh, like yeah. it's a ghost show; it can't be boring. But at the same time, like, isn't that like sort of the point? Like, if it's boring, then like that place isn't haunted. Mm-hmm. So obviously he really threw out his credibility on his ghost hunting abilities. <laughs> it's so fake. And the reason I like I we we talked about doing that again is uh there's a new show on Netflix called um Surviving Death and yeah. So it's based on I mean I don't really know what it's exactly based on but essentially the idea is that they're exploring like the different, you know, uh, methods that supposedly people can um, communicate or, or there's evidence of life after death. Mm-hmm. Which to be, you know, like I, I'm, uh, I would say I'm a skeptic and would lean towards, uh, you know, probably nothing um, or something in like the pure scientific fashion like you know we're all made up of energy and electricity energy can't be destroyed so yeah. you know like we kind of will live on and we're made of stardust and all that That's stuff in a sense right 
Yeah, yeah. But I don't know that there's like any sort of like sentient, you know, or consciousness after death. Um, but they this show was supposed to sort of explore that. And they did it through a number of different means, uh, including, um, you know, uh, talking about near death experiences, uh, ghost stories, the those people who like, um, you know, they do the like, is anyone in the room? Right. Uh, you know, seances. Does J mean anything? Which yeah. of course there's like a billion J names. And yeah. Like, My father James, and they're like, ah, yes, James, James. Uh, did he have shoes? Yeah, that's exactly. Like, he used to always wear shoes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and uh, the James, a big time hat guy. Yes. <laughs> Knew it. <laughs> He's saying, uh, uh, where are my shoes? Does that no, mean anything? Does that mean anything to you? Oh, my God. He was always he got looking hit for by a shoes. car and knocked his yes. shoes off of him. That's what? They called him sh- sh- Shoe Face because he was always kicking. We were always kicking him in the in face because he was such a horrible person. And then eventually. Um, he died from the shoes. Oh, that's right. I stomped him to death. There was I, blood all over my shoes. I hit him. Of course. I, James was a monster. Why are you reminding me of this? Yeah, God, I murdered him to Why death. Why did I come? <laughs> Why did I come in the same? Woof. Could we not talk about this anymore? This is getting <laughs> too deep. Yeah, a little tight in here. All right. Uh, yeah. So they the so the first like couple episodes, and I I watched this a while ago because we were supposed to do this podcast episode three weeks ago, but someone can't get their shit together. That's me. Uh, yeah. I sorry, I was not it. trying to make. It was not inferring anyone in this. Uh, it was me that know. could not get his shit together. Okay. And uh, so here's here's where we are. And so basically, uh, the there was like the near death experiences, which. That to me is really fascinating because, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's people like, you know, it's similar to like the UFO stories that we were yeah. talking about. Like there's people who like work in the medical field who like have worked with people and been like, yeah, like there's no way for them to sort of know that this event occurred while they, cause they were unconscious and they were seeing it from an angle that wouldn't have made sense. Yeah. So that was pretty fascinating. But I also know like. You know, your brain is like we only perceive like a very small percentage of the amount of information that our brain mm-hmm. b- brings in like every uh, split second. So, you know, in theory, like you could be in there, you like you saw the room as you came in, even if you were like half conscious. And then like you're, you know, even when you're unconscious, I believe you're still taking in like sure, when you're yeah. under anesthesia and stuff. I'm pretty sure you still hear everything. And so like, you know, sure, yeah. there's probably ways around that. Yeah. Um, and then the ghost stories, I mean, those are always kind of fascinating. But then they got into, like, the mediums and, like, uh, those, those like, group ghost events. And that sort of was where it dropped off. Because it's just, oh, really? like, so it's – it just feels so ex, uh, exploitive of, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. these people who are – like, they want, they're going in there. Like, it's not a, a fair scientific experiment. Like, right. These They're people want to hear for... their loved one, right? Yeah, that's a like if they if they pay all this money, they go to this event, and then the person doesn't deliver. They're like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, yep. I guess uh, I guess they're actually gone. Versus, you know, this person could just give them even a crumb of hope, and yeah. that's it. Then they own them. Like if they're like, and you could see like they tried to have like skeptics in this and stuff, and be like, "There's no way it's true," and then. The medium's like doing some talk, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Like you could see like the the switch flip where they're like, "No, it is." It's like they're talking about stuff that that we wouldn't have known, but it was like, "Well, I could have gotten that information from you in like four questions." Like right, it's yeah. so simple, but yeah, 
and it just feels really dirty and gross. And then they had some really weird stuff where like the person was like channeling, uh, like they would talk in this weird voice. Yeah. It was, that just got into like bizarro world. But yeah, but that's the thing, man. These people want to like, you know, get affirmation that, I mean, everyone does, I guess. That's like the one, we have that one common experience that we're right. never going to have an answer for. So Exactly right. That's not that unusual. We all kind of do the same thing. When I was at, at, I so. at Vermont, I took a class uh, called the Sociology of the Supernatural. And I thought, oh, it would interesting. Be a, I thought it would be about the Poor supernatural. ghost stories. <laughs> yeah. Well, really, the professor was this guy who had created this kind of cult religion where um, it was you kind of, you know, manifesting or like the secret. Yes. You, you want something and you get it. Yes, like it you would, have like your vision board and yeah, exactly. It or even that. it's like more extreme than that, right? Like you like literally think you can create stuff by just focusing exactly on it. Exactly right. So it was like yeah. that, and he'd written all these books about it, and he believed it, and he was just sort of like proselytizing to us. We had to buy all his books in the class. In the class, yeah, it was insane. And he had a medium come in who oh, could really? communicate with. Um, so the idea was there was this big computer, not literally a computer, but like a metaphorical computer so if you if two people wanted the same thing like if you and i both wanted that one corvette the computer would like resolve that conflict and it's got a uh, there's a logic system yeah there's a logic system and so yeah so there's no conflict and it's like god basically so this medium could talk to this computer so she came in and i know you can't see me one one zero one zero zero one one zero 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 one 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 oh my god she's doing it she would close her eyes and she'd hold her hands above her head and move her hands around as if she was like i wish there's a camera so i could see this sensing for questions that's so bizarre yeah it was fucking nuts that's, I mean, that's first off. Uh, I paid money for that. Seems wildly inappropriate. I was going to say wildly inappropriate for the university to be. That's what I wrote. Uh, that's what I wrote in my end of course critique. I was like, this shit. Co- I'm out of state, man. This shit cost <laughs> me a lot of money. I mean, I got an A, which so it's all that matters. But I'm sure that. I mean, it sounds like it probably was a really hard class. Uh, <laughs> yeah, be like, right. you, I mean, how hard could it be? You get to the end of the class, you're like, uh, I manifested an A plus, and the guy's. Uh, like, that's what and I the wanted, dude. Computer says it's what it is, man. I did so. My final paper, I wrote a very skeptical take. Because have you ever seen uh, what the bleep do we know? You've seen that? I think document? so. Yeah. Anyway, it's the same thing, but they just use quantum mechanics to explain, like, as the mechanism for how we get what we want. Uh, because everything is a probability wave, and then when you want something, it collapses into the thing you want, basically. So I wrote a very like sk- that's that's basically justifying it, saying that it's true. Like, if yeah. You- Quantum yeah, mechanics. Quantum mechanics is the mechanism that explains why manifesting works, basically, and it's like giving sure, science. You're leaning into it, right? Right. So yeah. Like if every if there's two guys who want a Corvette and one guy's like, I really want a Corvette, and then he goes and like gets a better, higher paying job or like does a lot of research on Corvettes, yeah. it's not really manifesting, but I guess ultimately that guy is probably more likely to get a Corvette. Yeah. There's the exactly guy. there's a there's some truth to it. If you want something and work towards it, you probably well you won't probably get it, but there's a higher chance, but. Oh, yo, this is my favorite one. So he had okay. an example in his book of a woman who wanted like a new refrigerator or something. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. But this anyway. Is so stereotypical. What the <laughs> burn down the patriarchy. I don't remember man. what it was. Anyway, so there was a storm she and a wanted branch. A, vacuum so bad. <laughs> a branch fell on her shed and she used the with her insurance of the shed, she used the insurance money to buy a new refrigerator. And I was like, isn't that insurance fraud? Right. That's <laughs> 
I, you know, I hope not. Because are you using uh, the universe? I had a car where I got it all jacked up, and I got a bunch of money. I think I bought a computer with it. But no, but I mean, not spending the money that you got for one thing on another thing, but right. like manifesting the destruction of your shit right. to get. Oh, whoa, like what's even through that and just burning it down yourself? Right. Yeah, she's like up there, like chopping a tree above her shed. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm about instead, to manifest it. <laughs> she's using this sky computer to get her to drop a branch on there. That is interesting. Yeah, I, you know, it's. I mean, probability and statistics, uh, you know, I, I don't know. For some reason, that's sort of how I understand life. Like, I just feel like, you know, uh, you have, like, your risk calculations and, you know, we're doing all this stuff constantly. Yeah. And that's why, like, when I see people who are, like, uh, you know, otherwise, like, fairly healthy, fairly intelligent, you know, there's nothing sort of um, holding them back. I mean, obviously, like, this takes out of the equation, like, sexism and racism mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. But, like... If you sort of think of like people who are like generally capable of something, but just don't like they want to do something and then they just don't. And I'm always like, well, why? Like make I know like I know like again, opportunity has to exist for right, yeah, something yeah. to happen. But yep. I know so many people who are like, I've talked to them like, what is your dream? And they're like, I want to do this. I'm like, all right, so what are you doing to work towards that? And they're like, oh God, like I can't even begin. Like I, I want to be a doctor you know, I got to apply, I got to learn math and I got to like apply to medical school. And it's like, well, what have you done? Nothing. So do you really want to be a doctor? Like doctors have to work their ass off to become doctors. Like that's a lot of work. So do you want to be a doctor? Because if you truly do, give it a shot, take a friggin' math class, see if you can pass the math class. That's a good first step. And if you can't, sweet, maybe you're not destined to be a doctor. Yeah. Um, Or you just keep chipping away at it. And even if like you're at like 75, you're never actually going to be a doctor, but you pass, you, you know, you somehow get licensed and then you die. You could be like, cool, I made it. I did what I wanted to do. Uh, and I proved something to myself, which I think that's a different mentality. Maybe we're unfairly advantaged being in like, you know, military backgrounds where it's like, you have to, like, there's things that you have to accomplish, whether you like it or not, and you got to work your ass off to it. And there's always a push to, you know, continue getting better and training yourself. But it just drives me crazy when I see these people who like, you know, again, I don't know them that, I don't know, what their actual capabilities are, but they seem pretty well put together and they want to accomplish something like go accomplish it. Yeah. Like do something. Just don't, I hate, it drives me crazy when people are like, I can't. Well, you can, there's always, I don't know. And again, we're kind of getting off track, but it's the same thing with the people who are like, you know, what are, what are the chances I can do this? And I think like, there's always someone who has far more disadvantages you know, and is in much worse position who accomplishes it. The difference is like they're willing to put the work in. In fact, if anything, they're putting twice the amount of work in for something you could get for, uh, you know, yeah. much less work. It's so sometimes just putting the work in is the point because then you can discover things along the way you didn't know you were interested in, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's sort of like meet people uh, you wouldn't. That's have the met advantage otherwise. of college. Yeah, exactly right. The, yeah. Like reasons I explain people to go, like I, I, you know, I'm, I think I come from a fairly, I don't know, maybe it's just my circle of friends that tend to be more on the conservative side and sort of don't mm-hmm. trust higher education. And I'm like, yeah. well, they, they, you know, they make the argument like, well, higher education just indoctrinates you. It's like, no, the reason people change their views is because they're exposed to a bunch of stuff. Like right. you get there and you see it and you're like, oh, this is interesting. I want to try this. And yeah. and I don't know that college doesn't necessarily have to be that for everything, but I do think everyone needs to get out of their friggin' 
homes and i think we talked about this the last episode too we have some common threads here but for sure you know get out of your circle and go experience things but i'm with you on that one which again that's i think that's part of the reason that this stuff is really attractive is it's just like so weird like ghosts and yes it's just so like out of the normal and yeah i think we we talked about this too normal life is just so kind of blase if you don't can be if you don't go look for stuff stuff. yeah right yeah yeah and ghosts are my default setting is to say ghosts are not real yeah so it's cool to go out and talk to people or listen to people that disagree and kind of trying to see it from and they're passionate that's so that's, that's the, the other thing that, yeah they're very like the people who had the near-death experiences uh they're not like uh i think the difference is it doesn't feel religious like to me any sort of religious connotation to it sort of turns it off because again you're like you're a person who is trying to justify your belief system through this or something right, right. and right. so people who are like yeah, no, I got run over by a car and uh, I was brain dead. And, you know, basically they had written me off and I was sitting in the room looking at, you know, the doctor do this. And like, I mean, and some of these memories were like very vivid, like yeah. details that, you know, were like something that uh, you and I in the room probably wouldn't have noticed if mm-hmm. we were conscious. So again, maybe I'm sort of like leaning into, I want to believe it. Um but it is interesting. I've had some weird. I, I've had some weird experiences that, uh, you know, I don't know that they're ghosts. And again, I'm a very skeptical person. Um, so my, like you said, my default setting is to just be like, nope, just a weird set of circumstances. Exactly. And uh, do you have any ghost stories? Confusion. I have a story. uh, let's hear yours first, and Actually. then I'll yeah. Tell me yours first, and I'll tell you mine. So one of the weirdest ones it's not really a ghost story so uh one of my best friends when i was uh in just out of high school died very suddenly had a aortic aneurysm just mm-hmm. dropped dead yeah. and it was like crazy and i was on the fire department so we got called there and so the whole thing was very traumatizing yeah for sure and you know we were <laughs> we were a very close knit group of friends and we used to uh you know check in on the family every once in a while and one time we went down, I called my buddy and I was like, you know, we should go down and visit. We haven't seen him in a little while and just, you know, see how they're doing. And the night, like, again, the, you know, my memory of this is probably more story than reality right now. But mm-hmm. uh, like the night before or a couple nights before I had a, like the most vivid, clear dream I've ever had in my entire life that he came to me and was like normal, like we were just in outside like hanging out talking and he was just like hey i just want to let you know everything's fine you guys don't have to worry um you know there's nothing uh bad like i'm i'm in a good place you guys can just sort of move on like everything's cool and i remember just being like wow that was really weird because it was so it was just like i was talking to him yeah and then you know of course my default setting was like well, that's your brain trying to help you through grief because, right, right, you know, right. you're basically have PTSD from this entire experience and that's what your brain is supposed to do to keep you alive. Yeah. And so I didn't really think much of it. And then I went down and we're talking to the mom and she's like, yeah, she's like, this is so weird. But, you know, a couple nights ago, I had this really distinct dream that he came to me and said that he had talked to you guys and told you that it was all right to move on. Dang. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then my friend who was with me is like, I had the same dream. 
And even now, like I'm getting chills, like yeah. in, like I can feel like the hair standing up on my neck. It That's was crazy. like, what? It, yeah. Like, and like the three of us, I we just started bawling. Like all three of us just yeah, like, yeah, lost yeah. it right there. Yep. Like it was just, uh, but it was just, it was so weird. And like the, my my other friend, he's not religious. Like we're we're just like super skeptical. I mean, just just sort of my core group of friends tended to be very like skeptical of all this stuff and mm-hmm. no religion. Like none of us were raised that way. It just. So it wasn't like in our head that like there's a nice, warm, happy place after death. It was um, it was just very, very strange. Very strange. And then I have another one that's much more like a ghost story. Um, I did do some training at the State uh, Public Safety Academy, which is, you know, sort of notoriously haunted. And um, the person that I was staying with allegedly was – so that used the – it it's a or was a sanatorium sanitarium oh sanatorium, yeah which the one for uh, tuberculosis whatever that I think it's sanatorium. sanatorium I think so yeah yeah so this building has had like hundreds and hundreds of deaths sure. like this yeah. was the the state sanatorium in the you know when tuberculosis was basically mm-hmm. just killing tons of people in the early 1900s and the person who I was staying with was apparently a relative of the nurse that is allegedly the ghost there. Oh, wow. And so, like, on the drive up, they're kind of like, you know, this is a weird thing. I just want to, like, let you know because uh, <laughs> people might recognize my name or something. But yeah. uh, supposedly the ghost nurse – and I, I'm sort of thinking this guy's just spinning me up because that's just sort of who he is. Like, I think right. he's just trying to play – like, be funny because, yeah. you know, I mean, everyone you. knows that this place is supposedly haunted. Right. And so, I don't know, like, halfway through the training, um, I woke up. And there was like weird stuff happening throughout. Like we could hear stuff throughout the building, but it's an old building. And but like people would get up, and like you know, we'd all open our doors and be like, "Did you just hear someone walk through here?" And they're yeah. like, "Yeah," and which you know, probably someone did. Um, and so one time, all of a sudden, like there's some noise or something, and I wake up, and he's sort of snoring in the corner. And in like the middle of the room, there's like glowing. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I was so tired. I'm like. It's nothing. It's this is the moon right. or something. Right, so I like, right, right. covered my head and I'm like, I'm just going to go back to sleep and pretend I didn't see anything. Mm-hmm. And then I like the next, I think it was the next day, uh, like at night around the same time, I like looked and I was like, what the, like, where could that have possibly come from? Like the window was sort of like off to the side. So the, there's no like way it would have bounced. I was like, ah, oh, my eyes were probably all like, you know, you know when you right, wake up yeah. groggy or something. But yeah, that was really, really weird. That was That's a weird bizarre. thing. That is yeah. bizarre. That's creepy. You have a ghost man. story. You have a ghost story, right? Yeah, it's um, uh, similar to your second one. There, I was in a training event in this decommissioned uh, highway tunnel. I went through a mountain, and it was pitch black in there, you know. And it was very spooky. Some people had some weird experiences with it. Said like they put something down and it wasn't there when they got back. So like the environment was primed for this sort of thing, you know? Right. Yeah. Everyone's sort of amped up on. Right. It. Exactly. Plus, we've been up for like you know a day, no no sleep. And um, so I'm in the bus inside the tunnel and I'm holding on to, I'm trying to cut some object off some people, basically off some training, some like dummies, like mannequins. And so I'm holding on to this vest. You need to clarify that because there's dummies in the army. Actual dummies, <laughs> fi- literal dummies, figurative Literally, dummies. Just dumb idiots. Just man, this idiot <laughs> got stuck in a bus like a dummy. Cut this moron out. Stupid idiot. Anyway, so I'm holding on to this object. Uh, this vest, and then I feel it jerk up out of my hands, like violently up out of my hands. 
And I think that I've messed up and the instructor has come in and like ripped it out of my hands to kind of mess with me. So I throw my night vision up, turn my white light on and I'm like, and there's nobody else in there. It's just me alone in this bus. And it freaked me out so bad that I went, oh shit. Like just yelled like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Cause it was like, I felt chills. Cause it was like, there was, there had to have been someone there. Super creepy. Right. Just jerk it out of my hands. And people come running in and like, what happened, dude? And I'm like, uh, I saw spiders. It's no big deal. Ghosts. Go- <laughs> There's ghosts everywhere. <laughs> and they went back. And for the longest time, I didn't have any explanation for what could have jerked. Because it wasn't, I hadn't attached my rope to it yet. I was just holding my hands. The straps were cut off. There's nothing that could have pulled it up. Like, I don't understand it falling down, but it felt like it just got ripped straight up out of my hands. And then later on, some other people had that. They said they saw this glowing thing on a camera. And like this, there were a bunch of people standing around in this um, metal bowl, like vibrated off of a table, which could have been the HVAC, you know, but. Sure, right. Just weird stuff like that. Yeah, there's. It's not that that we're talking about this. This reminds me. So when my grandfather died, I remember my mom told me. And my mom, I feel like, is probably more like she sort of, I guess, is more inclined to believe this stuff. Yeah. Uh, but she was she was at my grandmother's house, like where my grandfather lived or, you know, previously lived, obviously. And uh, her and her sisters and her brother were this was like after the I think after the funeral. And so, you know, like everyone's sort of like the grief is sort of out. He was an, I mean, he was older, not super old. He mm-hmm. died younger than he should have. But, um, you know, sort of like, yeah, yeah, he was dying. And this is what happens. And so they're all kind of like just reminiscing and stuff. And I remember. Um, one of my mom said one of them had said something sort of like snarky or like just a, not a super nice thing about him, like not like being like you know da- like trying to be mean, but just sort of right. like oh yeah he never did this or something. And the minute they said it, this broom in the kitchen that was like in the corner that hadn't been touched in probably like six months or something yeah. slammed into the ground, <laughs> and they were like what the heck? And yeah. then during uh the wake. Uh, they had a older, like a super, like most grandparents do for some reason, they just never upgraded their kitchen for like right. 50 yeah. years. So they had Absolutely. this really old oven and, um, the timer never worked on it. And it used to drive my grandmother nuts. It used to drive all my aunts nuts because, uh, they would bake stuff and it would just like, no one, you, they'd forget like, cause that's where we did Thanksgiving every year and stuff. So something would get burned in the oven. It was like clockwork. And so they were cooking something for the wake and uh, all of a sudden the timer went off, <laughs> like Whoops. when it was supposed to be taken out. Yeah. And they were like, which again, maybe someone in there turned it on and it just happened to work that one time, but that yeah. was sort of weird. Yeah. Um, and then my dad had a story from, you know, we grew up in Southern Vermont. So a lot of the old farmhouses are 200 plus years old. And you ask anyone that lives in these houses, they all swear the places are haunted. And I mean, like, it's almost like a universal thing. It's much like England where, uh, I guess England, basically this, the saying is like, you know, like every, like, if you don't believe in ghosts, then you're like living in a new house or something. I don't right. know. But, yeah. um, so anyways, my dad, uh, told me this story and my brother and my half brother and my half sister both sort of like corroborated it. But my older brother was, he used to, he was just a like shitster, like when he was younger, like he just got into trouble all the time and was like a partier and stuff. And whoa. Jesus. Am I back? You just came back. Oh. <laughs> I can't see my own. Oh, God. That's, wow. That's uh, startling when I there's no camera and suddenly it comes on. I that's can't. Like, oh, my God. This is just like the timer. 
<laughs> Sorry to interrupt you. I can't see myself though. So when... all right, you are you're yeah you're there. Right. Um, I'm turning off. Very traumatized. Oh Jesus. Yeah. See okay. you later. Um. So he, my brother, did something really, really, really stupid, and uh, like my dad had enough. And I guess you know he was of the generation where it was still okay to hit, but he never mm-hmm. hit his kids. Yep. And he raised his hands to like smack my brother, I guess, and something grabbed onto his arm. And uh, I guess like a light went out and then something grabbed onto his arm and my brother was like under him, like sort of like looking at my dad, like, why aren't you hitting me? Right. And then my sister was in the other room and saw like my dad sort of like frozen with his arm back and like freaking out at that point, like she's really startled by something. And, yeah. you know, and my dad is, he's a very uh, skeptical person as well. And he's like, I don't, you know, he's like, I don't know if it's ghost, but certainly was weird to me. So yeah, exactly. It is kind of strange. And almost everyone's got some, like some story, right? I don't think right. anyone doesn't have it, but pretty much everybody I've talked to. Yeah. Which then comes down to like, is it that weird to believe in ghosts? Like if someone told me they believed in ghosts, I would kind of be like, you kind of a really guy. Yeah. Yeah. Something wrong with you. I, I guess, guess it, um, it does make sense. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it. How do we make sense of the unexplained and coincidences and that kind of stuff? You have you have to explain the unexplained somehow in your mind. I guess. Right. Yeah. Because the just leaving it. Because there's tons of unexplained, unexplained stuff. Weird. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you really like being a, an agnostic. I always think it's funny when people claim to be agnostics about God. You know, Cause right. you never meet an agnostic that prays. They act as if they're atheists. Right. Right. But well, you, so my. But, but they claim to be like, oh, please. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I would say I'm, I would, I guess I'd say I'm agnostic. I wouldn't say I'm atheist because I feel like if you say you're atheist, then you're like, how do you, that's like almost like its own religion, right? Like to be like, I'm so confident that this doesn't exist that like I have a name for it and there's other people who belong to this and we all talk about it as like a thing. Right. Whereas like an agnostic, you're like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like yeah. how, like, yeah, you can't, there's no way to prove, I mean, of course, logic says there's, there's nothing, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. What would you, would you consider yourself an atheist? Um, or an agnostic? I mean, I act like an atheist, right? I don't pray. Yeah. Don't you're really arrogant. Go to church. No, what I'm saying, I don't do anything a religious person does. Yes. No, I so don't my, But I don't belief... think agnostic doesn't mean religion. Is it? Agnostic just means you don't have a, like, you're not in aligned with anything, right? Yeah. Well, my point is. I probably. There's a difference between the thoughts and the behaviors, right? Like on I one hand, so, you yeah. say I'm open-minded, but your behaviors don't indicate any open-mindedness. True, they indicate true. Yeah. essentially atheism. Yeah. So I, I don't know what to do with that. And I guess that's a justification. I ghosts, guess, right? Then, right? Yeah. You don't want to be because what happens if you say you're an atheist and you like you die and they're like, huh, atheist? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, no, I'm agnostic. Okay, I was open you to whatever. All right. Got in here by technicality. <laughs> Uh, what, uh, there's a, that's a, I'll have, I'm going to ask you this question. Like, do you leave any ounce of, uh, the possibility for the fear of like eternal damnation? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just in case. Just in case. I mean, certainly there, it's a possibility. A lot of people seem to believe it very genuinely. Yeah. And if we're talking about after life, after death experiences, I mean, I know you, um, these are religious folks, so maybe they're trying to justify something. But you do have people who have claimed to have been to hell and come back, right? So yeah. I guess it's like the UFO thing we talked about. What, what's really compelling to me is when a skeptic gets pa- converted like passionately by an experience. And you have uh, conversions like that for basically everything. 
UFOs, ghosts, hell, Jesus, you know, Buddha, the whole nine yards. So how do you sift through them? Unless everything's true, I guess that's a possibility. <laughs> that is true. I And that's sort of like my, uh, you know, when I talk to people who are really religious, like they all sort of have some experience where they feel like it's been justified to them through like, you know, yeah. uh, you know, the classic religious experience. But sure. I've never had any sort of, you know, compelling experience where I'm like, oh yeah, this makes sense. Like yeah. I'm always just bored at church every time I have to go to church for like weddings and funerals. Yeah, like, church this is, is just so boring. silly. Yeah. Stand up, sit down. Yeah. Kneel, stand up, sit yeah. down. Kneel. I'm like, they're training us to just follow orders here. Like that's yeah. sort of what this is. Like, yeah. you know, which at the same time, I'm like, you know, I have no problem with people you know, being religious and I get it because I, I'm sort of envious of, I, I think we've talked about this. I'm actually mm-hmm. very envious of people who are really religious because yeah, they have too. just this like confidence in like something good is going to happen to them. Yeah. Where I'm like, yeah, life in general kind of sucks and people who make life suck for other people are awful. And why can't we just be cool? Yeah. It would I feel be like nice. Buddhism is something I could get in, on board with. Oh, why is that? It's like a fairly chill... Chill religion. Yeah. You just kind of like, you know, don't seek material things, be nice mm-hmm. to other people. Mm-hmm. Kill the uh, ego. And you get to keep trying it. Keep trying to figure it out. That, that I like the Didn't idea work of reincarnation. This cycle. Yeah. I do too. That's... If I had to pick one, I would probably choose... May... Yeah, you well, come back and try to get better every single time. Yeah. As long as you're making forward progress, I guess. Yeah, right. Where do you think you are in the uh, cycle? I'd say I'm probably like a third. Yeah, maybe like the the bottom third is, uh, I feel like uh, I'm not a horrible person. Fastest of the slow kids. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I'm nowhere near enlightenment. That's for that. No, that's for goddamn sure. Yeah. And then, you know, like uh, people, some people say they like after they had kids, they felt religious because that experience, that's, that's a pretty powerful experience. Yeah. Having like little little people that you're responsible for, and then they see the world in a very different way, which I think could yeah, co- sure. sort of like coax you one way or another. I think I've had, I'd say I probably had two religious experiences in my life. Oh, really? Yeah. First one was um, I was camping up in northern Michigan, and had this dream. It was like a I occasionally have like a lucid dream or a very intense dream, and I was floating in the universe, uh, just floating. It was very peaceful, relaxing, and then I remember. I started falling towards what I thought was the center of the universe. And there was this giant coiled snake. And as I got close to it, it did that little like snake thing they do where they like flex their body. And I woke up and it had this sense, this amazing sense of, I don't know, unity and peace. Yeah, like seeing seeing something extremely important. And yeah, relief and unity were the two words, which is weird. And then my second one was at a... um, uh, Monster truck rally in North Carolina, the state fair. <laughs> this one I get. This one I understand. I, you don't even anyway, have to explain it. I'm, I'm on board. I was very uptight at that time in my life. Like, you know, and this monster truck comes in. I was like, I was too cool to enjoy anything. Yeah. And this monster truck comes in and I just feel it rumbling my chest and I just freak the fuck out. Like I'm jumping up and down. I'm slapping my oh, yeah. thighs. Like just in the moment for Fully the first in time in my life. Yeah. And that knocks something loose, you know, that I could just really appreciate. Uh, well, that's uh, so. That's uh, had that a religious is literally feeling the definition to it. Yeah. of the 
dissolving of ego, right? Like exactly that's what right. people yeah. practice uh, b- um, meditation for forever. Mm-hmm. And that's so. Yep. All right, we're 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 gonna go off the rails here, but Let's do it. Um, I, and I think we did discuss this in a, a long time ago, but whatever. Uh, psychedelics. Um, mm-hmm. They're finally having a resurgence, um, and so. The Michael Pollan wrote this really cool book called yeah. How to Change Your Mind, which is really, really interesting. Highly yeah. recommend it. If yeah. you get the audiobook, he's just got a very soothing voice. It's kind yeah, of a relaxing a cool uh, discussion. And so he was he went into it very much a skeptic. And like by the end of his research, and you can watch interviews with him throughout this process, like uh before, during, and after, and you can see that he's a changed person. But these folks uh particularly the one that struck a chord with me were the people who are terminally ill. Cause that scares the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Like the idea that you just, you're, you have a, uh, there's a deadline and at the end of a certain period of time, you're going to die. Like that's, it's just, there's no way out. Right. Like that would send me into just an existential crisis like anyone. Mm-hmm. And so they've done research with people, uh, taking them on guided, uh, trips using like psilocybin or, you know, one of the other, um, uh, drugs like through basically like scientific like guide like with a therapist type right, you yeah. know scenario yeah and these people encountering these things in their lives that um they were struggling to deal with and basically the the addressing it in like this very symbolic and quasi physical way and then you know when they come out of it they compare these experiences to the most important experiences in their lives like this is as and in some cases more consequential than the birth of their children or wow. marriages or yeah. um you know just these huge accomplishments in their lives and the staying power of this is what's most impressive like you know of the people who um they had done these experiments with like it was like 80% of them like 2 years out were like this is still like i'm yeah. i'm changed i'm a different yeah. person yeah 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 and so and I can definitely relate to that. There's definitely been times where like, you know, at a concert or like, I don't know, mm-hmm. for me, like my religion is like I'm outside and there's like a huge thunderstorm or just like this crazy sunset and you just yeah. feel this like complete like, oh, like, yeah, I'm so, everything is so irrelevant. Like this is so powerful and we're just, we're worried about all this stupid shit that yeah, doesn't you matter. kind of feel like you dissolve and, in the moment or something. Yeah. And I would say, uh, so I, I think I told you I've started flying lessons. Mm-hmm. And so this has been a like an at like a dream of mine since I was like, I don't know, six years old. Yeah. And so I'm finally doing it. And there's two things I realized. One is it's amazing. It's everything I hoped and imagined it would be. Uh, but also it's not, it didn't like cure anything that I thought I was going to like cure. Right. I was like, I've worked my ass off so that I've got enough money that I can do this. And like, I've, you know, I'm, I'm trying to balance a family and a really crazy busy life to do this. And I was like, maybe I'll feel better after I do this. Right. And then I didn't. And I was like, oh, but I'm not like that. Sh- that sounds really depressing and upsetting. Yeah. It's actually not. I'm sort of like. Exactly right. I need to stop chasing this shit. Right. It's yep. not going to make me better. Like if yep. I get like, uh, you know, I have friends who are who work in media who are trying to like sort of be famous and stuff and they keep getting more and more attention. Mm-hmm. But they're just as depressed as they've ever been. Exactly right. And I'm like, yeah, none of this matters. Like it really doesn't. Yeah. So that's what I'm like struggling with now is to sort of like embrace that attitude is mm-hmm. just like it doesn't matter. Like just. Enjoy, like you said, enjoy the freaking monster truck show. Like, exactly right. You're yeah. there. And enjoy I, the sunset. I am, 
Enjoy 100% stubbing your the toe. person who thinks they're cooler than everything. Like, not like yeah. I'm cool, but like, I don't enjoy dancing. I don't right. enjoy like, uh, you know, these, like, I don't know, a lot of these like symbolic events. I'm just like, sure. ugh, it's so stupid. Right. Um, you know, even like my recent enlistment was very just non. Yeah. It was like, eh, yeah, let's get the paperwork done. Cool. Right. Yep. Whereas like, you know, there's people that I know who like, this is a huge deal to them. And I almost make fun of them for that type exactly, of stuff. And yeah. now I'm like, that's so stupid. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, why do I have any opinion on what anyone in this world is doing? If it makes someone happy and it's not. Yeah, let them be, yeah exactly right. Yeah, I think that's a big part. I've had a similar uh, change of heart in that area. I had a similar where I tried to get a new job in the in the military and I didn't make it, and it was extremely freeing because I realized for the first time in my life I've been chasing this version of myself that didn't exist yeah. anymore. You know what I mean? I right. thought I wanted to be that person. I didn't get it, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not that person," and it took all this load off my shoulders. Um, Which. And it was it's frustrating because you're realizing this now. I mean, I don't know. Is it? Is it frustrating, you know, being in your late this, 30s now and being No, like, this happened, well, it happened a few years ago. Okay. Uh, early so 30s. So mid-30s. Yeah, yeah mid-30s. Early, early? Come on. Uh, it, come on. Come so on, I have let's this, be honest. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> mid-30s. So I have this problem. I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, right? Don't ever feel regrets. I've never once actually regretted something. No regrets. No regrets. And it's probably a bad thing because I've definitely done things that I no, should regret. No, no. Well, no, <laughs> but you make... learn from them. That's a difference. That I was, suppose uh... I did, yeah. But I don't sit around and pine after what I could have done because it's already No, happens. that's a good thing. Yeah. That's that's another very Buddhist uh, sort of philosophy, isn't I it? I guess so, yeah. Hopefully. No, Either that or I'm a sociopath. That's a great thing. Well, I actually very often... What's between remorse and regret? Yeah. <laughs> Not... Uh, dude, I've been to a lot of... So I, I had a very traumatic few years out of high school where I lost a ton of friends through just yeah. pure, awful tragedy. Yeah. And between war and car accidents and just uh, random medical events. So I, w- I went through, uh, like, you know, like I have friends my age, uh, m- you know, mid-upper 30s, okay, let's be honest, mm-hmm. and uh, who have never experienced, like, a close friend or family member dying. Yeah. And so... You know, like when when this happens, and you have to like go to the funeral and stuff. It's like, wow, I really don't feel anything. Like this just is sort of like a yeah. a rite of passage, I guess. So I'm yep. sort of like, yeah, like you know, I feel bad for the people. Like I've, I I am empathetic, but I'm like, I don't really have that sort of like, I don't know. Like I feel I do feel like a sociopath at times, where I'm just sort of like, and I was also exposed to a lot of death. I was an EMT and a firefighter for yeah, you know, for sure, twelve years. But yeah, and so maybe I've just turned that switch off. But yeah. To agree, I, in the, I guess, I don't know. I, so do you feel like you have emotions? Like, do you feel like emotional you know towards stuff? This is a great, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I uh, I definitely cry sometimes when things are sad. I watched the movie Soul the other day, the new Pixar movie. That's amazing. The thing made me that. cry at the end there. Yeah. Uh, but I had an experience. So you were talking about not feeling uh, sad, I guess, around death. And I felt the same way for the longest time until very recently when, when you uh, murdered someone. When I murdered someone, I was like, wow, I'm going to jail. This is really bad. <laughs> like, I didn't look happy about this. No, but uh, a, friend's, <laughs> a friend's cat died, cancer. And we took, you know, had the cat cremated, went to pick up the ashes. And now we had to explain to this small girl yeah. uh, what it meant for this cat to die, right? 
And we're trying to do it in a way that like is not traumatizing the kid, that kind of makes it understandable. And we just fucked it up. We're like, there's memories inside the box. And it's like, what do the memories look like? Butterflies. It's like, you keep it bugs in this box? They're going to die. You got to let them out. Just completely fucking swinging a miss. Yeah. Right? Oh, boy. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, so as I, w- I left and as I was driving home, I just broke down in tears thinking about all the people I know that have died, you know? Yeah. And it was the first time in my life I'd ever like really felt super sad or... And this is maybe also regret came in because there was all these things I wanted to say to these people that I couldn't say. I hope that they were proud of me, right? Yeah. And I think the reason it happened was I was trying to explain. I'd always taken death for granted. Like I'd spent yeah. the last 12 years thinking about, you know, I'm going to die today. Uh, right. My friend's going to be killed. All these people are trying to kill me in these weird ways. I got to think about death and kind of accepting death as an it's inevitability. Like right. right. And now I was trying it's to explain it to somebody who could not fucking conceive of the possibility of people dying and never coming back and i was trying to what explain to the kid and i think it knocked something like loose you know what i mean i think you just knocked something loose in me that's yeah. really interesting yeah that's yeah most people don't have to think about that no why no. why am i just realizing this yeah and i was trying to explain something that's made so much sense was so present in my life almost yeah. every day and now I was explaining it to somebody who could not conceive of it. Right. Why would why would they? Why should yeah. they? Yeah. It doesn't matter. That's 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 why they're happy. Yeah, that's right. yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. I'm having like a freaking Yeah. brain explosion right now. Yeah, why <laughs> it was when, a big moment for me. When you're just always surrounded by it and it's just a normal thing, you just are like, yeah, like and I so I'll give you a perfect example. This is what's firing in my the synapses are just sure shooting off right now. So we had two line of duty deaths um, in probably the, it was like 2007, 2008. And I got to be part of both of the funeral things. And I remember, um, actually it was two line of duty deaths. And then we had two really close like community fire departments near us that had deaths of like people who had been, you know, chiefs forever and stuff. Everyone knew them. And I remember sitting in the funerals, and listening to everyone um, talk about these people and just say, like, just being very, like, you know, like, oh, my God, like, this person changed my life. You know, I love them dearly. Like, you know, and these are, like, the sort of manly men, you know, who don't talk about this stuff. And I'm right, just right. listening to all this. And I was, like, really profoundly sad and angry because mm-hmm. I'm, like... You motherfuckers never told them this while they were alive. Right, yeah. That's how insecure you are, that this guy died and didn't know that you loved him and that you, like, were proud of him and that you wanted to be, to know that, uh, you know, he changed his life. So I, my lesson in that was, like, to just tell people, like... Absolutely, Like, send people messages every once in a while. Be like, hey, man, I'm really proud of what you just did. That's really awesome. Congrats. Yep, yep. And it doesn't even have to be like, you don't have to get sappy about it, but Mm-mm. just how weird, uh, and that, again, I think it's, we, it was specifically in the public safety, like military lifestyle that this mm-hmm. exists. I'm sure it does in other places as well, but yeah, just being like, why? And I ended up like writing a lot of people right afterwards, um, and trying to just be like, 
you know, I just went through a bunch of stuff and I know this is really out of nowhere, but you know, like I am where I am because of what you did. And, you know, if I don't hear back from you, that's awesome, but I want you to know. And one of the people that I wanted to contact had actually died and I didn't know that. Oh, no shit. Damn. Like that sucks. It was my, one of my teachers in high school. Yeah. And, uh, like the only reason I went through college, like did well in high school was because of a class I took with this person. And then of course I'm like, well, I never told him. So hopefully other people did. I mean, he was a very well-liked teacher. So I've sort of feel slightly relieved in knowing that he probably knows, but yeah, yeah, at the yeah. same time, you're like, you know, I'd like to hear it. I, I've had a few times where people have reached out to me and been like, hey, uh, you know, you told me this to go do this thing and I did it and I'm much better because of it. And I'm like, holy crap. Like that happened the other day. I got a text message from a friend out of the blue that I hadn't heard from in like almost a year. Yeah. And they're like, hey, I'm, uh, I just got this huge promotion I wanted to thank you. You know, when you were talking to me last year, you gave me all this really good advice. And I'm like, I did. <laughs> it can mean a lot, man. I'm like, yeah, no problem, amount. man. <laughs> I'm yeah. happy to help. I don't even remember it. But, uh, and that's, I don't know, that's one thing, you know, with all this stuff, whether it's religion or the afterlife and all this stuff, like, yeah, don't, I don't, I don't think not having regrets, is, there's anything wrong with that. I think that's probably yeah. a very healthy take on it. Yeah. Um, funny story. So my kids, we're not religious. We've never, like, they have absolutely, they don't even have a concept of religion. Yeah. And so when my, uh, when my wife's dad or grandfather died, um, we were going to, they, we did, they, we, they were still very little, so we didn't bring him to the actual services, but he went to the wake or like whatever, the memorial service afterwards, whatever the, I don't even know what the hell it's called when you're just like all hanging out, eating food. Uh, reception. I think it's, yeah, something like that. Isn't the wake beforehand? I don't know. Could be. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, they came there and um, a lot of the members of the family are very religious. Yeah. And uh, so my son, we like pull up and we're walking in with people and he goes, oh my God, is this a castle? <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> I've never been in a Catholic church before. <laughs> he, he had no idea what it was. And then, oh boy, oh boy. So we were trying to uh, address sort of death, and and he had a very like it's so funny. He's just very matter of fact about it. One time we we're sitting around right at like this was right after the death, and so my mother in law, whose dad it was that died, uh, something was like not working right, and she's like, oh, I just wish Dad was here. He could fix this in a heartbeat." Mm-hmm. And my my son looks to her straight faced and goes. Well, he can't. He's dead. And then just turns and keeps playing. Yeah. And she is like gobsmacked. Like, yeah, oh my God. Sure. And the rest of us are die- like just in hysterics. Yeah. Because it's just like, why did he just say this? <laughs> and then uh, one time we were driving past this graveyard and we drove past it every single day. I was on his way to his school. And he goes, hey, dad, do you know what's in there? And I was like, oh God, I don't want to have this conversation right now. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, man, it's a it's a gravesite. It's it's uh, for people. And he goes, yeah, it's a bunch of old ladies. And I was like, what? <laughs> he goes, yeah, that's where old ladies go when they don't live anymore. <laughs> Just old ladies. Where did you hear this? I, yeah, I don't know why it was old ladies because we haven't had any. Uh, it's only been men that have like older men that have died, but yeah. Yeah, in his brain, he's just like, yeah, that's where we go. Like, when you die, there's a bunch of old ladies in there. He's it's it's so healthy, and it's like a very good thing because when I just remember, like when I was really little, the first death that I experienced, I was so scared of the afterlife of this person burning in hell or my dying and burning in hell. Right. Yeah. Versus like, 
we die and then we decompose, we become part of the earth and yeah, whatever happens, happens. Like yep. I kind of feel like that's very reassuring to me. I'd rather be, I agree to be too. Like a tree or something. Yeah, that's me very too. comforting. It is very no, comforting. The idea of just eternity of uh, anything is yeah. scary. I don't like the idea. I'd rather just end this charade. You know what I mean? Just yeah. <laughs> let's just, you know what? Get it over with. No, let's kidding. just get this shit over with. Just, I think I have a, I'm not, listen, I'm not getting any better. I ache when I get up now. Things I are peaked. sore. I peaked oh, yeah. six months ago. I don't even know if I ever peaked. I don't think, I think I only made it's been it about one long three valley. the way through the apex and then it just kind of, <laughs> kind of plateaued. I think I'm, I don't see a whole lot of, uh, a whole lot of, uh, you know, um, major improvements. Uh, that's not true. I have that's not true. two great kids and hopefully. Yeah, there's a lot to look forward to. I'm going to get rich and famous. I know that. That's the only thing that's going to bring me happiness. That's the only. Is fame, Instagram fame. Yeah, Instagram fame. TikTok fame. Which TikTok, one are you looking you know, for? Which TikTok platform? Is. Instagram or TikTok? All of them, man. All I'm going to be a, yeah, I got to be a renaissance man. Just Media run, mogul. Run the gambit, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm actually less interested in that. And I feel like that might actually be a better, I think I, I'm more likely to fall into uh, success not chasing it because I'm not going to be an arrogant a-hole that no one wants to be around. Right, or putting on an act all the time, which yeah, people can see as phony, you know? Oh my God, I've, the uh, the last year I've met more people who are so full of shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and trying to just do really well and I've managed to get two very good promotion like uh, inc- like new jobs, like better each job better than the last. Yeah. Um and both places that I've loved to be at and um and the people were just sort of like yeah, no, we just like how like you're, you know, you sort of are really willing to work and you know, you seem right. like you have your head together. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't really even try for this, but I think it's just because like, if you're not a arrogant jerk, like there's so many people out there who are like trying to, you know, gun for each other. Right. And I just don't have that in me at all. Yeah. At they all. Play, yeah. They end up playing like doing an impression of what yes. you, they think you want them to be. Right. It always it, seems, and it's phony. You can't keep it up forever. Right. So it ends up being phony and you're like, do you get to be a part of boards? Here. And stuff. Uh, not no, not in my. Yes, no, I do. No. Actually, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yep. About so, so you've you've been able to see, like, when the things are, probably not. I, maybe it's less so in your career field. But they're usually super nervous. Yeah. All right. So that's I, I've I've got to sat at, sit on on a bunch of hiring committees over the last couple of years. Yeah. Um. And honestly, the people that we've hired are the people who are super just authentic. Like not e- like even you know like not being like I don't care just like yeah no like i this is i've always wanted to do this this is like something i'm really passionate about yeah, versus sure, like man. uh here's why i think i'm a, i'm going to be a huge success like if you open with that which is i think what the old school mentality was is you're supposed to like blow them away right um but no one cares anymore mm-hmm. honestly especially after like all the shit we've dealt with the last 4 years of people who just are so inside of themselves that they just have no concept of uh, what is actually going on in the world yeah um I think we all know who we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. I'm sick and tired of it. It's just She's 50 years old. Already. Still looks great. Let it go. It doesn't make sense. I'm. You know how much I've aged in six months? Yeah. I'm falling apart here. Yeah, you look like Rip Van Winkle. I look like the actor. Is that what's his yeah. name? Rip yep, Rip Van Winkle, <laughs> the actor. He was in Batman. Rip Van? Rip Van. What's that guy's name? Oh, my gosh. Is Rip, Rip Torn. Torn. Rip, Rip Torn. Torn. <laughs> he just died. Didn't he? I think he died. I probably, on the inside, for sure. Um, 
Yeah, he didn't look good towards the last few performances. No, he wasn't. Uh, yeah, I lost track of that. I'm such a fucking idiot. I can't even be sentimental. About Rip Torn? Yeah, anything, but but especially Rip Torn. <laughs> All right, well, it's been about an hour. Yeah. I think we've, we've covered been... a lot of ground. I've had a couple big epiphanies here. That's great, man. That's good to hear. I think this is therapy. I think that's what this is. It does feel good just to talk things out, man. Therapeutic, yeah. Someone who's uh, faceless. I just see an F on the screen in your name. I know. I don't know why... Because I put it up, and then it's creepy to me that you can see my picture, but I can't see mine. So there's like no self-regulation of my behavior because I forget that you're looking yeah. at me. So picking it's your nose, picking yeah. my nose exactly right, yeah, or like flexing to my. Yeah. What about uh uh? So we're, there's going to be a point in the near future. Well, you live in Florida, so probably no one wears masks anyways. But uh-uh. um, for a lot Corona of us, that real I'm here. sort of so used to wearing a mask. I'm almost like I don't want to go back. I kind of like it, like the little. It's Sense nice when it's anonymity. cold outside and it keeps your face warm. Yeah. Yeah. There's some upshots for sure. Flu, they, there's no flu. There's no flu. It's just gone. Oh, really? This year? Yeah. They have like, it's Because like of the masks point, and stuff? I mean, they're, they're trying to figure out why that is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it certainly seems like all the interventions that we put in place uh, for this. So this, I mean, it, I don't know if it's unfortunately or fortunately- like masks might be here to stay. Yeah. Not that really you have to the... wear them, but I think I remember the first time wearing a mask into the grocery store and being like, I'm such an idiot. Like oh, that's I a feel great so point. stupid. I yeah. feel so dumb. Yeah. And then like now I'm like, oh, I love it. No one knows who I am. Like yes. I don't have to engage in random conversations or Yep. Or if I do, it's only with people who know me so well that they can recognize me from like my eyes. Yep. I like to do the thing where I pretend like the mask is muffling my words so i just go <laughs> and they huh or <laughs> the point of the mask like, <laughs> and that way i can get out of talking to strangers yeah although you have to smell your own burps all the time that's kind of that is pretty rough that my tooth brushing i feel like i've done a better job brushing my teeth because you smell your own breath all the time you're smelling your own breath yeah yeah that's a good point there's definitely upshots <laughs> i think they'll stick around right, for we a can... long time man I think so. I don't know. It's so weird. Everything's weird. Yeah. I don't even remember the before time, to be honest. The before times? Yeah. I don't yeah. really like remember what it's like to just go and hang out with people. I know. Very... It's hard to watch movies where people go to the bars and stuff. And yeah. It's just like, it's a foreign planet. All right. One final question. Okay. What is more upsetting? Seeing a scene where you've got like a very crowded space, like there's like a concert or something and everyone's right up against each other. Yeah. Or the new trend where TV shows are having people wear masks and socially distance and stuff in the show. Oh, Jesus. I think the putting it into the show is worse. Like, let me have a little little escape here. You know what I mean? Yes. It's so upsetting. Like to watch and I'm like, Jesus, like it really has enveloped our entire lives. Like this is it. Yeah. It's depressing. I don't want to know. I don't want to like come home. You like, not that I come home. I freaking work from home. I never leave this. <laughs> I don't want to go downstairs. This is the G freaking prison that I'm in <laughs> 14 hours a day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. You go downstairs and you're like, uh, like, cool. My family's here. There's a little bit of sense of normalcy. And then I turn on the TV. I'm like, oh, yep. Cool. Thanks. Right back. Same, same. Yeah. Glad I'm not crazy. You're not All crazy, right, man. dude. Yeah, I think we had a good one. Um, go ahead and uh, smash that like button, subscribe. Tell us in the comments. This is what all the videos that my kid watches, uh, they all say that. So I feel like we should do that. Subscribe. It's called a call to action. Turn on your notifications. Subscribe. Turn on your notifications. 
smash that like button. Um, I think you can send us money. I think there's a tip jar on our website. There fucking better be. I'm not doing this shit for free. <laughs> no, you're not. You are. Uh, <laughs> you're getting paid a very healthy. Salary. I know. I'm making That's... a ton of money. It's the only reason I'm here. We might make money sometime, but not today. So? Not today. I think not so. talking about well, debt. I I, this is actually to be 100 percent honest. I'm sort of surprised that this is not more popular because everyone that I know that has listened genuinely does enjoy this stuff. Yeah. And I don't. We. I don't. I, like I said, I sort of. I'm joking, but it, like it is sort of therapy to just like have a random conversation about. A it is great, man. For a while, yeah, it's and, really like, great. Unplug from something. Yeah. Um. And so I don't really care if people listen, but if they do and they enjoy it, that seems yeah. like a good thing. And these are like what I enjoy, like for podcasts. I like just people who have conversations there's nothing worse than the there's a new podcast that's got jason bateman will arnett and uh god who's the other guy uh, william mm. something i don't know all three people that i really enjoy but yeah uh, i was listening to a, an episode and it was like two you know other famous people and it was like this co- entire conversation is so out of touch like with reality like these are all people who are insanely successful and an incredibly wealthy right and I, I can't even relate to it and i love these i could listen to these people talk and i just can't do it so yeah a couple schlubs like us i feel like we ought to yeah. be uh, Give a relatable schlubs over here yeah it's dudes talking about dude stuff trying to live yeah trying to figure it out anyways right. what i'm saying is you need to subscribe or i will i'm not Cry. gonna make it man i'm not gonna fucking we're make gonna it. we're gonna quit we're gonna quit Take this job and shove it. Absolutely. All right, man. All right. Do we have a closing thing that we do? I don't remember. It's been so long. Uh, yeah. Like, you, Get out. Normally you do. Yeah. Normally you do like out. a little dance routine, but your camera is not working. Oh, that's so right. Yeah. We can't do that. Dang look like it. a bunch of idiots. 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 We can record video on this, so we could go. Oh, we I'm could not go. going to, but we no. could. We could wear sunglasses and masks. It's kind of cool. That would be kind of neat. And then you could do your muffled joke. <laughs> Make everyone laugh really hard. <laughs> this is one that muffled joke is one of the reasons I don't have any friends. That's true. Yeah, I actually, uh, <laughs> I, I've sort of whittled this is this event. The, I will say the plague has really whittled down my yeah, that's for sure. My yeah, friend list. I'm only hearing from group. people that I. Yeah, exactly. I've got those people who are, who are there, and then the ones who like I would either they would eat me or I have to eat them during. <laughs> yeah, the that's great, right. The Great Plague. So. Great purge. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna. I think right. I'm gonna start drinking some beer and uh, enjoy. I gotta yeah, do I, some work around the house. Yeah, I need a roll too. All right, all right, man. Peace out. We'll see you later. And uh, we do need like a song. Scuttlebutt. <laughs> 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 <laughs>